You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. Before we get into tonight's episode, a few quick podcast shout-outs. First, check out the Cult Film Companion podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, the Fan in the Van podcast, Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast hosted by John Wesley, the Midwest Marks Podcast, Two Mexicans, One Mike Podcast, The Hill Truth, hosted by Ted the Hillbilly Hill, The Kung Fu Review, The Southbridge Podcast, Your Daily Writing Habit, The I Seen It Podcast, The Fandalorians, The Hashing It Out Podcast, The Geek Gauntlet Podcast, Augusto All Elite Podcast, the Smokers Lounge Premium 6 Podcast, Kimi's Tea of the Day, 8750 Podcast, hosted by Yeti Yeef, the Air Quote Law Podcast, the Dirty Hills Podcast, and we have a few new podcasts added to the list tonight, guys. Check out the Suns and Shadows Cast. And all the way from Pittsburgh, check out Decaying with the Boys I'm from Pittsburgh myself, so definitely check out that one. But yes, check out the Came With The Boys. Check out I Scream, You Scream for Movies podcast, if you like movies. The Two Men No Hope podcast, The Story of My Pet. Check out Tea With Mike. The Modern Northman, excuse me, The Modern Northman Saga. Check out that. The Stench of Adventure Check out the Haunted Tells podcast, the Quad Pro Quo podcast. Check out the Films and Fermination podcast. Check out the Canary PI podcast. Check out Blogs Access One on One podcast. Check out the What We Just Watched podcast, and last but not least, check out What Are Your Thoughts on This podcast. So definitely check out those shows, guys. They can all be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Good Pods. So definitely check out those shows. I know you guys are probably thinking these are a lot of podcasts that I'm shouting out. But I love what I'm doing. I love shouting out all these podcasts. These are all great shows, so be sure to check them out. Okay, guys. 
We have a very exciting episode tonight, but first I want to wish you guys a happy Monday. I hope you all are doing great, and thank you for listening. You know, Monday's the start of the week, and it's not just the start of the week. You know, Monday also means a brand new episode of Wrestling World. So that's why that's why Mondays are exciting. And we have a lot to talk about tonight, guys. I mean, a whole lot. You know, I've been thinking a lot about the New Day. And a lot of people have been talking about the New Day. Dressing up like the Viking Raiders. Now, they've done this before with the Wyatt family. And they may, they may have done it with some others, too. I'm not exactly sure. But as much as I like the New Day as a stable, I do feel that it is time for the New Day to split. That while they do get a huge pop from the crowd, I think the New Day stable has kind of run its course. Yes, it's entertaining. But... I don't know. You know, I, I just feel like the New Day, they would be better off as singles competitors. I feel like the, as long as the New Day is a stable, we won't be seeing a Kofi Kingston push or a Big E push. A lot of people have been hoping for a Big E push before, you know, his neck injury. Well, Big E is recovering, and I'm sure, you know, he will return to the ring. Eventually, you know, this is a serious injury that he's going through. We can't rush his recovery time. But the thoughts of him coming back and joining the New Day and continuing what he's doing in the New Day stable would kind of suck. (laughs) I mean, call me the biggest heel podcaster, but, you know, it would suck. I I definitely feel that Guys like Kofi and Big E should be on a singles run. Think about it, guys. Kofi Kingston. His push as WWE champion just a few years ago didn't go so well. It didn't. I mean, I'm just being honest, but I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that he was a part of the New Day. He's a part of the comedy act. He wasn't taken very serious. When you look at the New Day and everything they do, they're not taken as a serious tag team. They joke around, you know, they have their laughs. You know, they're more for entertainment than anything. They're they're more for just laughs. That's what they are. So that's why I, I think, you know, Kofi's run didn't go so well. Because he just wasn't taken serious. But when you look at Kofi's run, when you look at his run before the New Day, he was definitely taken serious as a singles competitor. So I definitely feel like it is time for the New Day to split up before you're going to take these guys serious. Yes, they are three individually great, and they're great as a stable. But in order 
for us to see these guys accomplish anything else in WWE. We have to see them be singles competitors and go out on their own. You know, I thought that when the brand split happened and they, you know, took Big E away from the New Day, I thought that that would be the end of the New Day. I thought that, you know, Kofi and Xavier would do their own thing and, you know, Big E would do his own thing. But no, they brought the New Day back. And so... The, 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 the thoughts of Biggie coming back and, you know, rejoining the New Day and doing this all over again would be a waste of potential, in my opinion. We all, we all want to see that Biggie push. Everybody said it for years. You know, Biggie deserves a run with the world title. Biggie should be the next world champion. Big E should be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. Now, I know this neck injury, it's a, it's a big setback. You know, but, but if, he, if he does return, and like I said, I'm assuming he will, could we finally see a singles push? You know, would a singles push even work for Big E if he's in the New Day stable? Because like I said, it didn't work for Kofi. You know, or could Big E turn Hill? Could he turn on the New Day? And and I think that I think that maybe it, it I think it would work. If Big E was with the New Day and a world champion, he could pull it off. He could definitely pull it off. And people would cheer for him. But with the New Day gimmick, much like we saw with Kofi, would people take it serious? Because when you look at Kofi's run, WWE, they were so quick taking that title off of Kofi. Maybe, you know, they didn't see him as champion material. Because I definitely feel like Kofi should have had a longer run. I feel like he should, you know, have another shot at that title again someday. Because he definitely deserves it. And I feel like the same would happen with Big E. Yes, he could pull it off, but there's always that, you know, what if this happens, what if that happens? You know, what if... He becomes world champion. In the, in the future, you know, it hasn't happened yet, so we got to say in the future. What if he what if he becomes world champion? And it doesn't work because of the new day stable. So the only scenario for a biggie push to actually work would be to split up the new day completely much like they did with The Shield and Seth Rollins. Nobody saw a Seth Rollins heel turn coming. Which made that heel turn much more exciting. Can you imagine a Big E heel turn? 
And what perfect time to pull it off than when he comes back from his injury. He reunites with the, with the New Day in the ring, turns on him. We get a solid biggie push. And that's the only way that I see a solid biggie push happening is if we have a New Day split up. Or if they bring him back and he's not with the New Day. You know, he, he just goes on his own as a singles competitor. That's another scenario that can make anybody happy. Everybody, you know. Because while a lot of people probably don't want to see Big Eternal the New Day, there's a good chance that when Big E does come back, he's going to go right back with the New Day, and we're going to get that comedy duo right back again with nothing planned but another probably tag team championship run for the billionth time with the New Day. Because that that's the only thing that the New Day has really, really accomplished as, as, a, as a stable. They've had so many tag team champion runs. They've held that title so many times. I even think more than the Usos. So how are we going to see these two guys, Biggie and Kofi, reach their potential as singles competitors? Because Biggie and Kofi definitely deserve a much bigger run than what they're getting. So I definitely feel like a heel turn could be in place. Like I said, like we saw with the Shield, they could pull it off. But, you know, they, they could also, you know, like I said, take Big E and just have him as a singles competitor. But with the New Day being together now and being together for so long, I doubt that's going to happen. I highly doubt that they will bring Big E back and have him do a singles run. I really don't know. Anything could happen at this point. Um, it's definitely, definitely a thinker. What could they do? How could they make it work? What are your guys' thoughts? Do you want to see a Kofi run? Do you want to see a Big E run? Do you like the stable together? You know, do you want to see them become tag team champions again? That's not what I want to see, but... I'm not judging anybody else. You know, and like I said, I, I like the New Day. I think they're great. But this has been going on for years. If you think about it, the Shield wasn't even together as long as the New Day. 
the Wyatt family wasn't together as long as the New Day. Yes, WWE may feel that the New Day is comedy gold. But when we want to see these guys reach their full potential, and they're not, that's when it's kind of frustrating. Because we know Big E has potential as a champion. We know Kofi has potential as a champion. We've seen Kofi in singles competition. I feel they can do more than just a tag team title run. We've seen them accomplish things together as a stable. Okay, they've done that. Now let's send them off and have them do their own thing. Because I'm sure there's a lot more things that Kofi can accomplish as a singles competitor. I mean, they were so quick to take that title off of Kofi. So quick. Just to hand it to Brock. In the end, when you think about it, they kind of screwed Kofi over. So I definitely feel like we should get a New Day split up. As much as, like I said, you know, people like the New Day, I get that. They sell merchandise. But think about it, guys. Ask yourself this one question. Are they reaching their full potential? Can they do more? And to me, that answer is yes. And I might get a lot of hate on this episode for saying that. For saying that I think the New Day should split. Being that they are very popular. But come on, guys. The time has come. There's so many ways this could play out. There's so many routes WWE could take to make this work. As for Xavier Woods, if you notice, I didn't mention him. When I said about a WWE championship run, I'm not discrediting Xavier Woods. He's good in the ring. I've seen his early work in TNA as Consequences Creed. I was a big fan of the Consequences Creed character. But I don't know how well Xavier Woods would do as a singles competitor. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really not sure. We haven't really seen much of Xavier. We haven't really seen him on a singles run. I mean, it, we, we've seen him in tag team competitions several times. And we have seen him in singles matches. But when was Xavier Woods ever involved in a storyline just himself? Without the New Day. Has Xavier Woods even won a championship? I don't remember if he has or not. 
has even won a, and by championship, I mean, has he won a singles championship? United States, Intercontinental, anything like that. If he has, tell me, because I don't remember. Because that's how long the New Day has been together. I mean, if they ever were to break up the New Day, I feel like now is the, is the time to do it because Biggie's injured. He's going to be out for a good while. Why not have Kofi do his singles competition now while Biggie's out with an injury? Get Xavier Woods on the mic. You know, have him cut a promo. Get him involved in the storyline. Let's see what these guys can do on their own. Because, yes, while the New Day is comedy gold, if they break up the New Day and have these guys go out on their own, WWE could potentially hit the jackpot with a Biggie title run, a Kofi singles run, and maybe even Xavier doing something. Because, like I said, we haven't really seen much of Xavier aside from tag competition. There's so many ways they could pull this off, guys. And like I said, I might get a lot of hate for this episode. And I know this episode was random. But I've been sitting back thinking about the New Day and, you know, what they did with impersonating the Viking Raiders. And yes, while people are, you know, laughing about this and, and they, you know, they think it's it's funny, they, you know, the New Day's done this before. This isn't new. This isn't something just creatively new. The New Day has done this before. So I didn't find this segment very interesting. What I would find interesting is a Big E title run. I'm serious. When he comes back, you know, I'm, I'm not saying now, of course, but, you know, it, it's just, I've said for years, you know, this is getting old. This stable is getting old. It, it's, we can't really take these guys serious with the comedy, you know, stuff. WWE, they surely, surely didn't take Kofi's run serious. They were quick to take the title off him. When Biggie won the Intercontinental Championship, I, th- I thought he should have had a solid run. Obviously, that didn't happen. And I think a lot, like I said, a lot of it has to do with the fact they're in this comedy stable. I think WWE just sees them as a comedy act. Just three guys who can go out there and make the fans laugh. They probably feel the New Day don't need titles. They don't need singles titles. Yes, they'll put the tag titles on them for uh, 10, 15 times, but how often do they get a singles run? You know, it's just, there's only so much they can continue to do before people just say, you know what, I'm done. So what what exactly are they going to do? 
Like I said, guys, I want to know your thoughts on this. Should the New Day split up? What are your thoughts? That is the big question on today's episode. But like I said, ask yourself one question. Are these guys reaching their full potential? Before you answer the question of should the New Day split up, ask yourself, are they reaching their full potential? And I'll leave it at that. But anyways, guys, moving on. While I'm done ranting about the New Day, we're going to talk about something else. So news broke earlier this week that WWE will now be leaving the PG era. And I am so glad that I waited a few more days to do this episode because when I read that WWE was leaving the PG era, I read hours later that WWE's holding off on leaving the PG era and that it will stay PG for a little while longer. So everyone got excited, you know, thinking WWE will be TV-14. And keep in mind, this news broke earlier this week. And Stephanie McMahon is in charge, the new CEO. Remember when we said Stephanie McMahon will be making some changes? This is possibly one of the changes she will make. And if this does happen, this will be a great change. This will be something new. And we could potentially be getting a new era in pro wrestling. Now, this isn't for sure to happen. And who knows if this is even happening at at all, you know. Pat McAfee has teased it on SmackDown. And real quick, I just want to say, you know, I'm a big fan of Pat McAfee. You know, the guy just, you can tell he's a total fan. And I love Pat McAfee, but anyway. If this does happen, this would be a great way for WWE to compete with AEW. You know, because AEW, they have everything WWE does not. They have the blood. They have the violence. They have everything WWE lacks in because of the PG era. So I feel like, you know, with WWE moving to a TV-14 rating... I feel like this is their way of capitalizing on AEW. This is their way of fighting back. And saying, okay, if you can do this, we can do better. And it's crazy that weeks after we find out Stephanie McMahon is in charge, we find out later that, you know, the PG era could potentially be over. 
crazy, right? Now, you know Vince McMahon would probably not approve of this. You know Vince McMahon probably didn't have anything to do with this. So this is big. And if this does happen, this will be a change in the right direction. And maybe WWE could finally, finally back themselves out of that corner that they backed themselves in a long time ago. Maybe then we can get the old NXT back. Not this 2.0 crap that we've been getting. NXT was fine the way it was. But, you know, they make changes. If WWE could fight back, what a war it would be for the ratings weekly. You know, Tony Khan would actually have some competition. Other than Impact Wrestling, which I hear is doing better than it used to be. I don't know, guys. I don't watch Impact. I've never really found Impact Wrestling to be AEW competition. But I never really found Impact Wrestling to be WWE competition. Because back then... You know, Impact used to be good, but now it changed once once Anthem bought them out. And things went downhill for a long time. The Hardys left. You know, a lot of the big names left. You know, James Storm, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, all those guys left right after. They lost so many big names. And... Impact was just not there. But now Impact's doing good, so maybe, you know, maybe we can get some competition between WWE, AEW, and some Impact. Which would be big, not just for pro wrestling, but pro wrestling fans. Imagine the ratings. Imagine... Weekly, you know, what could happen? It would be a weekly war with ratings. If WWE could up their game. And finally give their fans what they want. Take us out of this dreadful PG era. Because right now AEW is catering to... The diehard wrestling fans. They're not catering to children. A lot of what we see in AEW. We would never see in a PG era WWE. Because WWE's fan base. The majority of it. Is children. Children growing up. Watching WWE. You know they love it. But see. I grew up in the ruthless aggression era. But I also grew up watching the Attitude Era. I watched DVDs of the Attitude Era. So, still chair shots to the head. You know, blood, thumbtacks. That didn't faze me as a child. So I highly doubt that anything kids are seeing in AEW is, is phasing them. 
which is why I think WWE should take us out of that PG era. You know, let the let the kids see some blood. Let them see, you know, some thumbtacks. Give them something to remember. Because when they get older, that's what they'll remember. AEW, they cater to, you know, the fans that used to watch wrestling back in the day. Used to watch wrestling during the Attitude Era. Used to watch wrestling during the Ruthless Aggression Era. And this is why I praise Tony Khan. Because Tony Khan is not just a businessman, he's a fan. And I've said that several times on this show. He's great at what he does. He knows how to give the fans what we want to see. And weekly, we're getting good product. He delivers each week. You know, Blood and Guts, I I actually enjoyed. Well, you know, there wasn't much wrestling to it, technically. It was a bloodbath. I mean, it definitely delivered. And how good is Eddie Kingston? And, you know, when I say AEW is delivering, they're, you know, again, this Wednesday will be Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho in a barbed wire, I think barbed wire brawl or a barbed wire match, something like that. But you know it's going to be good because those are two big names right there going at it. Chris Jericho, Eddie Kingston. Not just a regular match, but a barbed wire match. So even, you know, he's getting people to view his product for next week. And best believe people are tuning in. That's how good Tony Khan is. So I got to give a lot of praise to the guy. At first, you know, when AEW first came out, I thought, man, this isn't going to succeed. AEW is going to, excuse me, WWE is going to steamroll. AEW and AEW will be forgotten about. But boy, was I wrong. And I'm eating my words. Because AEW is the superior company. Now, there has been rumors of WWE and AEW possibly doing a cross promotion. Tony Khan was talking about it a few weeks back and saying he would love to work with WWE, you know, and do a cross-promotion, much like TNA and AEW are doing now. And that would also be another way for WWE to back themselves out of that corner. With Vince McMahon being gone and Stephanie taking over, maybe we could see AEW and WWE cross-promote. Because in a Vince McMahon world, you know, while he is in creative, we will never see those types of things. Vince McMahon does things his way. Vince McMahon 
does things the way he wants to do it. He does not care what us fans want. I mean, he doesn't care all the time. I'm not just saying... I'm not saying he doesn't care what we want. It's just I'm, I'm just saying, you know, there's certain times where it's like the, the fans, you know, they, they Vince knows what we want to see. But he just doesn't always deliver. While WrestleMania was great, you know, we saw Stone Cold and everything and Vince McMahon in the ring. You know, that was cool. But now it's like everything after that is like, Okay, you know, yeah, this is good and that's good, but we could also be seeing more. We could be seeing certain stars get pushed. We could be seeing, you know, some better storylines. Not just the same repetitive stuff. While Vince is a billionaire and a good promoter, and he has been for generations, maybe he's out of touch just a little bit. And, you know, he's older now. With everything going on with this investigation, it is time for him to step down. I mean, he has to step down. I mean, and he is, you know, he is. But like I said, guys, we will never see a cross-promotion between WWE and AEW in a Vince McMahon WWE I don't think that would even come up in discussion if Vince McMahon was still running WWE. So there's endless possibilities with Stephanie McMahon running the company. If anybody's going to do it, it should be her. The boss's daughter. Somebody that's been in the business for years and years. I even heard the Triple H will now be taking control of NXT again. Which he should have never been taken off to begin with. We probably wouldn't be getting NXT 2.0 if Triple H was never taken off. It'd still be the same NXT before. Maybe, like I said, maybe we could, like I said before, maybe we could see some stars coming back. Some of those guys that were released... And no, I'm not saying Bray Wyatt. Don't even bring his name up. Because it's not happening. But I'm saying, maybe we can get Dexter Loomis back. You know, or some of them guys that were released. And don't even say Ryback either. Because that's not happening. <laughs> you know, um, maybe I should do an episode about Ryback. There's a lot of talk about him. But... A lot of names that were released. A lot of drama happened whenever that all went down. Maybe, you know, Stephanie McMahon running this company. Maybe we could get something. We could get some of those big stars back. A lot of those stars were hurt during the COVID era. You know, maybe Stephanie could fix the mistakes that WWE has made over the last couple of years. The mistakes that have hurt their company over the last couple of years. Hurt their product as a whole. But none of this will happen under Vince McMahon, guys, and I'm so happy 
that he stepped down. You know, you got to give credit to Vince for giving us WWE and giving us generations and generations of wrestling. But in all honesty, with everything that's going on in this investigation, it's time for him to step down. Because if WWE would have gone under Vince McMahon for years and years and years, it would still be around, but I think I think things would are, are just going to get worse under Vince. You know, I, I don't think anything would would improve. You know, you can put your Bruce Pritchard, you know, in, in a writer's seat. You can you can hire all your fancy Hollywood writers you want, but it's not gonna it's not gonna help. And we've seen that. So I, I definitely think some changes are going to be made. And if this TV 14 rating does happen, then it's a step in the right direction, in my opinion. But I want to hear your thoughts, guys. What do you think about WWE leaving the PG era? Could it happen? I think we've been in the PG era for far too long. I think it's time for a change. Especially with a company like AEW around and giving us the things we don't see in WWE. If anything, WWE needs a change, a desperate change. And Stephanie could be that change. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. Again, I'd like to wish you all a happy Monday. I will be doing a podcast appearance this week with Rick Del Santo. I'm excited for that. So be sure to check that out. I'll be releasing information on that soon. Remember to check out the podcast I listed in the beginning of this episode. Again, they can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you stream your podcasts. Take care, guys. Have a blessed day, and I will see you again next Monday. Good night.